This episode of Achieving Rally, the podcast, has been brought to you by HorrorPack.com. Do you like movies? Do you like mystery boxes? Now for the biggest question. Do you like horror movies? Yes. Yes, I believe you do. HorrorPack.com has your fix for both. Sign up. And every month you'll get four movies on either DVD or Blu-ray. Unless you sign up for both. Well now, how much is this fantasy of horror? The DVDs are $19.99 a month. The Blu-rays are $24.99 a month. Pretty much a deal right there. Oh, and tell them Larry Greenstein sent you from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Horrorpack.com It's what everyone is dying for. (laughs) So we want to get this started? Please. All right. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, another Achieving Reality, the podcast. This week, we talked to Indiana Safuentes from The Walking Dead. He's one of the uh, saviors, one of Negan's group. Uh, He also does a YouTube cooking show called Cooking with Indy and uh, some other stuff. So we're going to talk to him about a bunch of things. So um, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast with Indiana Safuentes. See you at the end. Hey, Chris. Hey, Larry. Hey, we have a guest today. Hey, Indy. Hello. How are we doing? Pretty good. Hey, Sherry. Hey, Hello. Hey, Sherry. I'm getting there, too. This is Indy Sefuentes. That's correct. Indiana It's Indiana Sefuentes. My friends call me Indy. You guys can call me Indiana. <laughs> Thank you. Well, they can't find your IMDb if they don't use the right name. Uh, it's uh, Indiana Sefuentes on IMDb, but yeah, you can call me Indy. This is our, this is our, <laughs> our friend, uh, Indiana Sefuentes, or Indy. Uh, he does a cooking with Indy on YouTube. He is part of the Indy with an I E. Yeah, with an I E, not a Y. He's part of the Saviors on uh, the the Walking Dead, part of Negan's uh, uh, clan there. And uh, we decided to have him come in and give us a, a chat on what he's doing personally. He's kind enough to grace us with his appearance. That, that is too. I appreciate the invite, guys. Thank you. But we're happy to do it. Happy to do it. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to leave it to Chris to come up with the first question because i got to get a Coke out of the fridge. Oh, great. That's <laughs> <Yes>, smooth. <laughs> so, before we get into that little business of The Walking Dead, what else we got going on right now? Well, I'm working on a Western, uh, a lingu, what, what do you call it? Not a spaghetti. Not a spaghetti. Not a spaghetti Western. Is this the one with Tim? Uh-huh. Tim Everett. What uh, is he calling? He's been calling it a grits western. A grits western because it's from the south. It's not made out in Italy somewhere. Uh, it's it's an American Ooh. made western and green apple. Yeah, no, he's oh, that's nice. Oh, no, I have one in the door. <laughs> this is why we should communicate more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, we're doing this western. Uh, we're gonna have horses. Apparently, everybody should be able to ride, but I used to teach horse riding oh, wow. back in the day. So hopefully, hopefully it'll be a fun, fun thing. And that's why we're doing it. Uh, I did just, he just did the, um, he just had the trailer up at the, um, yes. the film festival. 
I was out of town filming, so I couldn't I couldn't attend. And apparently, they got uh, or we got great applause from it. People enjoyed Very cool. watch. I mean, it's a trailer. Still, well, we showed one yeah. trailer at the uh, film festival. We did that one, and the was that a western? There was a western, the <clears throat> Mech Warrior, and the uh, I know we did this another Star Wars and the one. military one. Yeah, was it the bounty hunter? I guess we I don't didn't know, have you, the You remember better than me. I was having to run a business. Yeah, cost of living is also something that we did just recently. That's done, right? Or, I don't know. But uh, I play a terrorist on that. I like. I just play bad guys. I'm a bad cowboy or an evil cowboy. With so you're a black hat. Yeah, I'm a black hat. There you go. And I like it. Uh, those are the best roles usually. The best lines. You do the craziest shit. It's it's the most fun. And now if I get offered something that's clean cut, you know, a hundred grand just to stop what I'm doing and then getting paid per episode, then yeah, I'll shave and be all nice, clean cut and be boring. But in the meantime, I want to be the black hat. I want to be- Oh, Danny Trejo. I want to be Don't like Danny Trejo. Trejo. That, that man's a badass. He's he is a badass. A and he's got three movies bad. named badass. <laughs> right. <laughs> We were just talking about because he's one of the people that shows up in Death Wish Four, I think. Something like that. Yeah, small part he does. Of that. We saw him. He plays a dad in Brooklyn Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's a comedy. Oh, he plays oh. Rosa Diaz's father. Oh, does he? Yes. That's actually pretty funny. It is. Brooklyn Nine Nine's funny. It is a hilarious show that we had. I watch. I've been watching a lot of TV, a lot of shows because uh, Mark Van Cannon. When I met him, he said, you guys, university serves popcorn. If you're not going to a class, if you can't afford this or that, go to the movies or just watch everything that catches your eye because as someone in the industry, you're not an audience member anymore. Now you're studying every time you're watching. And it's true, it sucks. We can't enjoy movies like we used to, but when you know when we knew that it was magic, now we know that it's not magic. And it, it's magic. It gets in the way. I studied film in college. I've known it's not magic, magic ah. for years. Or maggots. But uh, sometimes, well, I do maggots. It. sometimes it is Sometimes maggots. it is magic. I do not think it's, it's magic. magic. No, I never did think it was magic. When you, when you finish editing a project and you see it all together, and it actually comes together, it's magic. <laughs> Little elves were in, in the middle of the night and did this because this is not what I was working on. <laughs> <laughs> and then speaking of maggots... <laughs> I just did. I just played a a guy that gets murdered for one of those serial murder shows. Yeah, they, um, um, DJ in, was on that too. Um, up in Knoxville, it's a new show. I don't. I don't know that I could name it yet. Right? Investigation, something or other. No. Suggestigation. Yes, yeah, suggestigation. Investigation, investigative, something or other. Is it on the ID network or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Because I watch a ton of that stuff. So it's a new show. This I think it's a second season. It's second, second season, season first season only had like six episodes. Uh-huh. So look for me on that. I play a dead guy. <laughs> well, you weren't dead to start out. No. Uh, oh, okay. So you do act and then you die. Yes. yes. But most of the acting involved being dead yeah. because it was a cold floor. The blood they used was sticky. Oh yeah, yeah. Not all blood, but not all blood is sticky. Like Rocket Dead's blood is a little different. Not like that. Like it was, and it just. I have long hair. It was everywhere. Everywhere. I'm seeing in that one in Walking Dead. It's usually blood that's fresh. Yes. Well, freshish. Yeah, because you shoot somebody and they. Well, yeah. In that case, yeah. Fresh blood. Yeah, and I'm used to that. Getting splattered by that, but 
this was this was fun and very interesting, and I've never been uh, the only dead body on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this is I like that. Uh, That's good. One of these true life crime series. Yeah. Did they like give you like a, a thing and show you? The, you know the what? Real thing? I, I can't tell person? you exactly what it was, but I can tell you this: when they sent me the name, the the the, the role, it was so unique that I looked it up, knowing that this is a real life crime series. Yeah. And I found some pictures, started looking up, and I found some pictures of what he looked like. I went and shaved a little and got me ragged to look just like the picture. I've seen some of those where the people, the living people, uh -huh. well, I shouldn't say putting quotes. They the are actor portraying. Yeah, the portrayal, they're, they're close. Then I've seen ones where they're nothing. But I figured I if mean, I could get it as close as possible, yeah. they would nail it. They would be like, yeah, that's our guy. Yeah. And yeah, it worked. Well, I don't know if they didn't tell me that was why you got it. You look dead. That's great. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, but I, I pretty much looked him up, found his uh, mugshot, and then did my hair and roughed myself up a little to look like him. They didn't give you like a little dossier that says this is the guy. And no, nothing. no, no info. Not last name. Nothing. Wow. We got to do research. Yeah. I, I would think that they would give you at least a little something and then say, now figure out everything else on your own. You know, like this is the guy who you're going to be. I guess maybe they can't. They don't do that. Is the show about cold cases or, or cleared cases? They're cleared. Okay, well, then they could give you that information because they it's public air. It's they, public they, may, they may withhold information because they don't want a certain type of portrayal. They want a real neutral portrayal. True. They don't want people coming back and saying that portrayal was all wrong and filing slander suits and stuff. Maybe, yeah. They give you a role in the character. The, the character. The person in real life was a douchebag. It's like... You come in and play it like that, then the family's like, that's not what he was like in real life. You made him look like a criminal. I was like, he was a criminal. But he was a criminal. <laughs> he murdered 14 people. He's not a nice guy. You, you don't understand. No, <laughs> I, I don't, don't understand. Yeah, but I like to do as much research as possible just because it, it, it keeps me from embarrassing myself. So I did research on this, right? And one of the most, one of the biggest lessons, this is the second time I've had to learn. Maybe the third time will help. <laughs> I'm not looking for the third time. But uh, I didn't look. I had caution and everything. And I didn't look at the director and pulled up a picture so that I would know. And when I got there, because I'd driven and I was just chilling. They were busy doing other stuff. When they all came in, Hare came up and started talking to me. And then right next to her was this lady that was very patiently waiting kind of just to talk to me. And they don't do that unless they need to, to look at your hair or your wardrobe. And I was like, right. oh, are you wardrobe? She's like, no, I'm the director. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt so, so bad because it's my fault for not having done that research. Yeah. And that's the, that's, that's, those are the things that I try to focus on. Because, yeah, once you put your foot in your mouth like that, you... Just tell her, well, I will be in wardrobe for the next couple of minutes while you forget about this incident. And, <laughs> and, and you, I apologized that it, it was an honest mistake, but it shouldn't have been a mistake at all. Yeah. So that's what I kind of try to do now is is, is do that kind of research. Yeah, right? They should wear colored shirts. Yeah. See, that's why right. I, that's why I generally tags. wear a hat. When I'm with myself, I usually wear my hat. Oh, is that the reason why? Yes, that way people will know. Well, when I was in the oil fields, I wore my cowboy uh, hat, my... Um, Hard hat. It's a hard hat shaped like a yeah, cowboy, cowboy hat. hat. And I wore that because you could see where the boss was from anywhere from far away. Now, I wasn't the boss, but usually I ended up being the boss because the boss didn't like to talk to anybody. 
and the people that we had to speak to only spoke English, and the people that did the work only spoke Spanish. And so I was in the middle guy. Made you perfect. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's it should be. They should all wear shirts with the name tag. When we do the 48 hour, wear the hat. That way, when somebody comes in and says, Well, I need to talk to such and such, they get that idiot over there in the hat. Which is weird because then he goes, No, talk to that idiot who pointed you over here. And I'm like, Because he's pointing me. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Neither I, does he. I Neither just tell people <laughs> where to go. He says, Larry, tell him to do this. I do that. So I done, uh, yeah, I did that dead guy. I played the dead guy. And then I did a commercial up in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. That was fun. It's for Car Gurus. And it should oh, be Car coming, Gurus. Yeah, it should be coming up here anytime soon. It's just a funny commercial. I think I've heard of that. They're the ones, if you ever it's, see the commercial, like he's got that, that guy, has got that crazy map on the wall. And the girl walks in and goes, here, let me help you. What color? Gray. Here, I found nine. <laughs> he's like, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like that. a Carfax thing, I yeah. think. And CarMax put together. Yeah, that's going to be, a, I think, something that's going to annoy a lot of people long enough to remember me. <laughs> you know, because it'll be funny the first time, the second time, and then for like 10 times, you're going to be like, and then you'll find it funny again. Yeah, I find is, this if car you can get something like that, out there, the casting directors see you, they might not remember exactly where they've seen you from, but they'll remember that they've seen you, and that will put you on the second pile, you know? And that's the thing. That's what really matters, yeah. Yeah, that's, and that's what Walking Dead is doing to me. Or for me. Walking Dead did a lot of things to me, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't talk about it. Well, you, there's a lot of things that's happened that didn't happen to you, fortunately. Yes. <laughs> uh, now, I saw a post from you on Facebook, and you were saying you were in the trailer leading up to the last episode. Were you actually in it? I was in it uh, for a very... So awesome the, little scene uh-huh. that if you got to the TV two minutes too late, uh-huh. you missed it. You missed it. <laughs> it was right before the crazy music starts. Yeah, yeah. So that, that big scene that sets up everything for the episode before that music, that's where I'm in. I, I, I run out. That's the best time to be in. It, it was man. awesome. But then I thought there'd be more close-ups or something. Yeah, it's the walkers have come in and we're into the sanctuary. And we're trapped. Right. And so what we're doing is we're up to the higher floors and we're shooting them so that they're falling and creating a pathway so that we can oh, run funny. out and be protected. And so I've got two guys in front of me running and taking care of walkers so that I can run. They're covering me and I can focus on Morgan, who was up in a tower shooting at us. That That's why we couldn't get out. And I shot him in the chest plate twice. So you can see us, that whole scene, you only see us in Morgan's scope. And then... That's so pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And then you see the flash and he goes back and... And then we escape. We we get out of there. But yeah, it was a badass scene. It took forever. That was the scene... Lolly punch. Yeah, that was the scene where um, we were running out and there's debris everywhere. There's been an explosion. Uh, it's wet. There's a lot of, a lot of soot. And there's walkers and blood. And so people, were, when we were running out, some of them were looking down to not fall or something when we were getting shot. And there was a group of about like seven of us at the first time. And as we're running through, Nicotero yells, Indiana, what are you doing? Why are you looking down? And then when we finish, he's like, okay, 
I didn't mean to say Indiana, Indiana, you did a good job, but that's the only name I could remember. <laughs> what are you guys doing looking down? You're getting shot at from above and you're looking down. What What do you think that looks like on camera? <laughs> so, like we didn't want to get shot in the face. Right. <laughs> Show me the top of the head. Keep the face pretty. We were method acting. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's because we were, and it's treacherous. If you're running through there and you lose your footing, you're going down. Yeah. And then there's a walker, and then you're you're out. Well, of course it's make believe. It doesn't really... Yeah, but still, that's pretty wild. I had to bring it up. I had to ask. Well, since we're on the topic, so when you show up on set, what do they run you through that day? What what is it like that when you come right. there? And... So usually, whatever your call time is, you end up at a parking lot one somewhere around Sonoya, right? Usually, unless unless we're doing a location somewhere, and you park your vehicles there. You leave your cell phones. Otherwise, you turn them in, and I don't want to turn it in because mm-hmm. they lose. They could lose it. They could look through my nudie pictures. You know, <laughs> oh, all those selfies. <laughs> no, and I just leave it in my truck. And there's a people mover that comes. You get there, you check in with the PA. They give you your paperwork. If you guys don't know, whenever you do a movie or a show, every time you go in, you fill in new hire paperwork. Every time. Every time. So all your tax forms, federal, Georgia, everything has to be done, which kind of sucks. Well, each episode must be considered some production. Yeah, but still. Some of those. They should already have all like your tax uh, information. It should just be permanent. They should, but they don't. The only company that does that is Casting? The LA one that sucks and everything else. Yeah, Casting Networks. Yeah. Everything else is so antiquated. They, you have to call, and, and you, you remember the old school days when you call for a movie time, and you had to wait through all that yeah, yeah. bunch of crap just to get, and then if you weren't paying attention or they mumbled, you're like, ah, you gotta start again. That's how this company does their work. Nice. You have to call to find out what, movie phone. what your call time is, and then you have to check before you go to bed, and you have to check before you get in the morning, instead of just sending emails out to people. And if there's a change, you change it, boom, and you send it out to everybody. What's how they do jury duty? You got to call. You got to call and get the information. Oh, yeah. So is that not antiquated? A little bit. <laughs> but that's the only thing that they do that's that's good. But uh, then they only have to Yeah, they, they keep us on file. And whenever you, you come on, you fill out just the voucher. You don't have to fill everything else out because they keep it on file. Yeah. Uh, with some other companies, if you've done that show already in a season, you can do OF on file on some of the paperwork. Some you can't. Maybe it's a Georgia thing. I don't know what it is, but what's the nice thing is that if if somebody's trying to come after your money, they can never find you because you don't have a permanent job. True. You're always a new hire somewhere else. Not that uh, that happens or anything. No, I'm never. So once I get in and I fill out my paperwork, I go. Three hours later. Yeah, uh, well, usually they'll have something to eat. If it's a good place, they'll have like breakfast or something simple, right? You grab some of that and then you head to wardrobe. I carry it. Walking Dead, I have all my wardrobe. I only have one item that they give me and I don't even stand in line. I've been, I mean, I should stand in line, but I don't. (laughs) I just walk in and I know where it is and I grab it and I give her my voucher. And at the end of the night, while everybody's standing in line. Just come back, put it back. I just come back, put it back because it's just one item and I... um, so yeah, you get your wardrobe and then you get makeup and hair. And makeup and hair is just basically getting you dirty and as ugly as you can be, naturally. Yeah. And then they fuck with your hair. They put all this stuff in your hair so you look homeless. 
And it doesn't move. Yes. And then you hurry up and wait. Yeah, so you're seeing this dog. Uh-huh. Yeah. I always carry a chair with me. A portable... A camping chair? Yeah, because you never know how long you're going to be out somewhere standing. And Did you put your name on it? It's got your name no, on like it. On the, like across the back? Yeah, I haven't. I'm not going to. People know it's mine. I, and, and sometimes I come over from being on set running, this and that, come over from my chair, and there'll be some girl or someone, I'll be like... And I wonder sometimes, should I say something? And sometimes I do. Hey, you're in my chair. Especially if you're filming in the middle of summer and you've been running around. You're like, yeah, that's you, you got to move. i got to sit down. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. bring your own chair. <laughs> it's easy to just get some hot glue and glitter. That's a little stars on, the, on either side. I'm down to bedazzle that. And then, uh, yeah, it's pretty much however many scenes you go. Um, the PAs on, on Walking Dead always cool. They're always very rare do they get so stressed out that they lose their cool. I, I really enjoy working with them. And they'll come up. They, they know who they need to be watching after and who is going to be ready and who's going to be. So they, they kind of pay attention to that. Leave, leave most of us alone because they know that we're ready. And whenever they need us, we're ready. And then they'll come up and they'll read the scene for us. Let us know what's happening. And they're pretty awful. It's good that they're not actors. <laughs> even if they're like, oh. And yeah, it's, they're all those PAs so are they awful. Like, they don't like send you pages in it. Oh no, we don't get a page of anything. Yeah, they don't trust us with that. They don't trust the cast members with it. Everything that's printed out has a person's name who's responsible for it. Watermarked. Mar- watermarked on it. And they, they take them back. A lot more common yeah. these days too. Yeah. Yeah, they'll take them back at the end of the day. Because of spoilers. I, I got to tell people that I was in Jumanji before it came out because uh, Kevin Hart posted a selfie of us on set. And I just happened to be right there. You know, and so I was like, oh, well, he spilled the beans. Was it Twitter or Facebook? It was uh, Instagram. No. Say it was Twitter. Neither one. <laughs> Facebook can go tag yourself in it. <laughs> oh, no, it got transferred over, and he, uh, I'm uh-huh. the one who handles the tagging, and yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, when, time it showed up new. Because we're very careful with all our NDAs. Sherry, Sherry knows most everything I do because she's my manager. She has to know where I'm at, what I'm doing, and organizing, all that. And anything that comes in, we just have to be super careful, those NDAs. However, the major stars, they do what they want. And once they've broken it, then we're not. Yeah. Well, it's not like they're going to fire him and then replace him with somebody else. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, the main star. But yeah. yeah. But sorry, Robert Downey Jr. We got to go find somebody else to play Iron Man now. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got that technology now. They can just get another actor and put his face on him. That's true. <laughs> I'll play that guy. <laughs> I'll get clean cut for that. You got right, right build. You can do it. It just it's just going to need some expansion plates <laughs> yeah. for there. Kind of like with the watches, you know, yeah, you no, could, yeah, you, add a, you add a link. Yeah, they're not going to need expansion plates for us there. They're going to need a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I play the Hulk. Just, just paint myself green and just run around being normal. <laughs> You're going to need purple pants. I got to have the purple pants. Then you got it. I'm good. Yeah. And they're all shredded like in the old school from the uh, oh, television yeah. show. Yeah, I'm sure they're not that attached to Mark Ruffalo. No. Nah. They'll be eager to have you there. Yeah. Beard and all. Beard and all. Would you shave your head? Please. Right. <laughs> then my wife can't be like, I don't want you to shave your head up. It's for a roll. Sorry. It's for a roll. Is there paying me the Ruffalo money? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll shave everything. Yeah. 
Uh, totally that, new. That guy looks right. happy. Yeah. Every time I see some like behind the scenes with him, he's having a good time, huh? <laughs> it's fun. I really love doing what we do out here in, in Georgia. It's friendly. People are professional. You don't have a lot of drama. The only drama I've seen is from background that it's not background. What they're, they're they're people that had a weekend off and found this and they thought, oh, that'll be fun. And then they realize it's not fun like you thought it was going to be fun. 13 hours on set will tire anybody out. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I love this. And I, I came out here straight from the oil fields. So I was used to 14, 17, 24 hour days, you know. Yeah, a bit warmer climate too. And very hot and, and actually working physically the whole time. Unless I was driving, I was physically, you know, laying pipe. Bet you were. I was. <laughs> <laughs> And See, told you. This is Larry's job on the show. So I came uh, uh, from that to, you know, that was actually difficult to this. And for me, it's just fine. It's fun. It's long hours, but, you know, I'll take a nap. There's, there's going to be times where I'm never going to be used because this is not my scene. And at that point, all right, I'm taking a nap over here, guys. And then they take pictures, draw on me. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> hey, that's your fault. Right. <laughs> but they, hey, they I dish it just as good as I get oh, it. Well, there you go. Yeah. This needs to be a website. Those wacky saviors. <laughs> little behind the scenes. Well, those wacky saviors. Oh, it's your fault. It's because what happens is since none of us have cell phones, we have to go to old school entertainment, which is with each other. It involves a lot of farting. Oh. Oh, I would love it. <laughs> One time... It was raining and we had, it was a sudden rain came on and we had to separate and go inside and the camera, the main camera guy went into this, our holding area for background. No, this was the saviors because background was, other background was uh, further away and it's got high ceilings. It's these huge warehouses. Yeah. One of the saviors farted so bad. The camera guy, it is like. He's as far over there as that picture from, ooh, that's, is that Albert Roberts? Yes, it is. Yeah, I love that, Vato. All the way over there, a camera guy, his eyes are watering. He's <laughs> mad as can be. He's like, you cannot do that around film. You're going to ruin it. <laughs> I guess it was that acidic or I don't, I don't know. He must have tasted it. But we were like, ah, oh. <laughs> And, and it's because these guys, they're they are eating all this protein shakes and working out and then suddenly they confine us in an area. And it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. I was just, you know what? I'm going to, I'd rather get wet. <laughs> I'm going to be outside. I'm going to be outside because this, oof, you're killing me, brother. The continuity person's blocking the door. No, no. <laughs> no one goes outside. <laughs> I have to. So they're, they're still shooting on film. Yeah, they shoot on film. That's pretty cool. It's, well, it's coming back. I think that, that they like, and the audience likes, the the gritty of yeah, the film. Yeah, especially uh, for something like that, too, because it's going to give you that little bit of that grain and everything mm -hmm. going. I can see that. They need to have that one hair, though. <laughs> Do it all grindhouse-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, uh, I, I know there's at least one guy whose whole job, or girl, it depends on who's working at that that's all they do. They carry around this looks like a nuclear football. 
but then they open it and, and, and everything is color marked with blank tape so that they can exchange. Everybody signs it so that nobody, because I guess if you fuck something like that up, yeah. you've lost an entire day. Uh-huh. And your job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that one person that that's all they do and they're all, I always see them running and I don't know where they put them. They must have a secret spot. <laughs> they're hiding them. <laughs> They're hiding the film from the saviors. They, they use a lot of film. Air-conditioned bus somewhere. <laughs> and as much stress and pressure that he's on set to get things right, they don't skimp on that. They do not. They they will do that same scene till everybody's dead in the ground. They will not walk away from a scene until they're happy with it. And, I mean, I respect that. Yeah. It's tiring. And it's it, it seems like that's a lot of money wasted on film, but... It's The Walking Dead. It's a badass show. Yeah, it's bringing in plenty of advertising money. So, and this, I mean, when it's going out, it's going out on cable TV. It's going yeah. out, and it's going out everywhere. It's not yeah, just all over the world. There's millions of people so, watching this. It's not like a local television station. It only it's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, I I tell you for sure. We haven't really talked about it, but I think we can make that decision that we're not going to use film for cooking with Indy. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, no, are you sure? Yeah. Not yet. I think if we need that grit, we just turn off one of the lights. <laughs> For TWD people, uh, there's a bunch of this little trivia that you wouldn't think is important that they know even better than, than some of us who were there. Yeah, there's going to quiz you on that later. Yeah, well, when this <laughs> season ends, I, I, I'll be able to tell you some stuff. Some of those little uh, trivia tidbits about saviors. Cool. So... Yeah, basically, once we, we're done filming for the day, usually we get the martini call, and that way we know it's about time. Do they so, actually call it the martini call? Martini shot. It's a martini oh, shot. that's funny. It's, okay. And um, if that goes smooth, which it never has, <laughs> we would be out early, but then usually it's about 45 minutes from when they first call it. And and I don't know how many times are... Perfect! That's perfect! All right, let's do it again. <laughs> What? I thought that was perfect. <laughs> I've heard that a couple times. <laughs> it, it might could be perfecter. Um, no, they're looking for things that I, my eye absolutely would not be able to catch. I don't have that skill level and that training. And well, the, the that, VP and, and that, the director. You might actually be in it, so it's kind of hard oh, to that see too. what they're looking at. You know. See, all my training came from ballet. And so I'm used to watching on a mirror everything we did so that I could correct. And now I, I just I go out of body. And I watch myself from above, because there's no other way. There's no mirrors. Yeah, but typically, uh, once we do the martini shot, they'll they'll yell chicken and cake, chicken and cake. Ah, but it's it's this a southern accent on everybody. Chicken and cake. What the chicken and cake? Where? <laughs> and then you either get, then you get a hungry. you get a yay or a no, then we're cut. If it's a huge production or a huge day, we have a you know two hundred saviors. They'll cut us in factions, in groups, mm -hmm. so that we can turn in our weapons. Because that's the most important thing. You turn in your weapons, and then you turn in your wardrobe. Then you grab your voucher, and then you get in line to sign out. But even then, for for some of us, it's, it doesn't matter. As soon as it goes, I'm first in line, or if there's a line, I'm like, oh, excuse me. 
turn my shit in and because you know they turn know they know exactly in. what my guns and everything they know what it is with me because they like to give me the cool stuff because <laughs> i'm one of the few that returns and returns then after that we sign out and we wait for a bus to take us to our vehicles sometimes sometimes it's four hours three and a half very rare and sometimes it's about 14 for the whole day uh for the whole day uh from when you get there right. to when you leave right that doesn't include the hour, hour and a half drive time. Right. And for Walking Dead, this is one of those shows where people will drive 12 hours to do background work. That's crazy. They, they're big fans. They want to be yeah. part. It's a fan experience for them. Oh, no, I, I understand. It's, it's it. crazy. That's just, that's just crazy. Well, I drove out here to be in this. I moved out here to be in this. Yeah, but you're in it. I am. In I'm it. talking about somebody who's just going to be a dude way off in the distance that will maybe, maybe <laughs> get seen, you know, and then, ah, yeah, I was, I was right there. Yeah, but See the top of your screen? He still got to come out there and be a part of it. Yeah. Regardless of what yeah, the Yeah, the fan experience is different. I mean, now where it makes it to TV or not, that's... Yeah. But the fan experience is fun. And and whenever we uh, we get people like that... It's I like, like tagging Harvey in places. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like to welcome them, and, and usually they'll figure out right away if they hang around me, they'll probably get in a scene somewhere. That happens a lot in The Walking Dead. I have a group of people that follow me wherever I go because they know that as soon as they pick something, if I get picked, whoever's next to me will probably be in that scene too. See, that's worthwhile though. It's worked for a lot of people. Uh, now we know. A lot of my, yeah. a lot of my, my, my great friends here on, on, on TWD, they know that and they, you know, they have had great screen time, but... They come up and they're like, oh, they're about to choose someone. Go get close to Indiana. <laughs> it's so the look, man. It's so the look. It's, it's a diff. Nobody else has this this kind of ponytail. Somebody tried it once. Oh, there was a, a savior, this new guy. Because we had a lot of new saviors. But you go through. And this, this just happened. I mean, this already aired, so we can talk about this. Right before I'm about to run out. I could hear out there uh, Nicotero giving direction, this and that, and there were some people out there, uh, some other saviors coming in from, uh, uh, it's part of the scene, but it wasn't anything I was doing. Right. And I just hear, is that a fucking man bun? Is that a fucking man bun? What the fuck, guys? He was so mad. His, they don't have man buns in the post-apocalyptic world of The Walking Dead. And yeah, the poor, the poor guy, he's like, later he told me, I was trying to be the black you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they sent me home. Because <laughs> he got to make it back for another episode. Uh, and I had seen this. I felt bad for him because he was super excited. But they didn't even give him a chance to change uh, out of the man bun. And they sent him home. <laughs> That'd be funny. Well, it's apparently a crime in the post-apocalyptic world. To have a man bun? Yes. They take that, they Good. Take that seriously. Good. And no bro hugs. No bro hugs? Nicotero does not like bro hugs. They didn't exist in the Walking Dead world, I guess. <laughs> they don't call them zombies, so yeah, I guess I can believe it. Well, people are a lot more emotionally distant. Yes. But bro hugs, we've gotten you all gotten yelled at. No bro hugs! When, you know, we're greeting and meeting each other. <laughs> I honestly that would actually end up just kind of coming naturally 
especially to a group of people that Just, consider themselves family, like uh, like the Saviors or even like Rick's group that keeps falling apart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you're gonna bro hug just because. It's but see, now you'll, you'll be watching come. when you're yeah, watching. And, and you're gonna be like, like, yeah, there's no bro hugs. Yeah. And on the off chance that one makes it into the show, you'll be yelling at the screen, no bro hugs. No, I'll be yelling it's, at the screen, good for you. <laughs> and what it means bro. was. Bro, <laughs> to be emotionally available. Nico Taro was not directing. It's probably Mikey or somebody else. You know, one of the guest directors. And then they get on the cutting room floor as Nicotera sees it and goes, no! <laughs> and nothing, I mean, it's it's rare when something goes by him, but he's busy. He can't do everything. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all my favorite episodes have been when he's there. Because the energy's different. The energy's just always good. We all want to be there. Even if it's a long-ass day, we know we're in it together. And we don't have the background that's only there for that one time. Yeah, because if we do, they're there. They want to be there. Everybody's there. Just wants to be there. Because there's been a few people I've said, "Hey, bro, if you don't change that attitude, why don't you just go home?" There's a hundred people waiting for your spot to open up. More than that, but yeah, and they change that. You know, they change their tune. I've gotten to be a bad guy every now and then on set when when we have new people that are getting out of hand. And I'll be like, "Yo, yo, settle down, bro." And then that's all it takes. That's all it should take, really. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't even take that. They should no. be listening to the PA. Yeah. But sometimes they don't, those new guys. They, big, they don't know. Head. All the PAs are like sitting at home listening, going, yay, thank you. Yay. Oh, we love our PAs. We take care of our PAs. We're getting belly rubs, yay. <laughs> In fact, uh, well, you see anything on television where they're portraying a film set? The PAs get walked on. Oh yeah, they're either complete morons or, uh, but they they try to act bigger than they are, they and they get. I don't destroyed. think people realize how much the set functions because of those PAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you're if we're shooting um, an episode that's going to require us to be coming back and back, that's when it gets hard because we, you know, the crew and the main stars, they can all they all have a place to stay. They don't have to drive. Right. Like we do. And so they have a quicker turnaround time right. because of that, but they get to rest. Sometimes for us, it's like three hours of sleep, if mm-hmm. that. You invest in a van, it's an air mattress. Right. All the saviors are carpooling. <laughs> yeah, and I don't carpool with people because they make me late. I have picked it's up true, so man. many. I've helped out so many of my walker friends and my savior friends, but... And it's not their fault necessarily. Sometimes it's just miscommunication. And sometimes it's traffic that you weren't expecting to be on that part of town. Oh, in Atlanta? No. No, are you sure? So, yeah, it makes me late. So I don't, and uh, I'll be, I'll take you home. That sounds, that sounds dirty. I'll take you, I'll give you a ride home after, but I ain't picking you up. Why? Because I don't like you enough, bro. Oh, I don't know you that well. <laughs> No, I just it's 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 something I don't do anymore because they always make me late. Yeah, always. Yeah, I know. I'm, you understand? You're yeah. picking up when I'm laying down. Oh yeah. Oh, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Well, so that's pretty I don't much. Mean you. I'm just being in general. As typical a day as can be, because there's no typical days. There's been days that I spent 14 hours and never got used. Oh, you were used. Well. But just I never made it on set. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never made it on set. I did. Uh, but it wouldn't have been the same without you. 
No, we have a lot of fun. And then, uh, like, I did an episode of Black Lightning, and I was working with crew that I'd worked in other sets. We got in there, set everything up so that when the director come in, he can just see us go through it. He didn't even see us go through it. He's like, what are all these white people doing in my black person bar? I was like, ah, I get to go home. No. There was no white people in any of the scenes, and they still kept me for like 12 hours, right? Which is great. I so went and raised your hand. You go, uh, I'm not white, actually. <laughs> right? No, but they, yeah, that's the secret I take. I take white people's jobs <laughs> as a Mexican. It's your superpower. It's my superpower. Yeah, they didn't send me home, but then I get a nice paycheck because I got some overtime. They fed me, and I got a good nap. There you go. But that's that's oh, what that's happens. Sometimes line. that happens on a set, and you just know you you try to spend that time. Um, either if I I have lines usually that I'm working on for an audition, so I'll do that. But also just meeting new people, making them comfortable. Um, I'm barfing on my carpet. Setting, <laughs> getting to know the crew, building relationships. All that's hugely important on set. Because yeah. you never well, know when you're going to need to count on someone. Or somebody's on a set and it's like, we need somebody to do this. Like, I know somebody. Mm -hmm. But if you're not making friends and you're ticking people off, they're going to say, I know somebody and I'm not opening my mouth about it. Exactly. Got more questions? Uh, you said you had something I, funny. We, we do, but I have to uh, cue music and then we'll go into it. So uh, I do I do a thing. It's called uh, Larry's Internet Quiz. Uh, well, this one will be Larry's Internet Quiz, uh, starring Indiana, <laughs> and it's Negan's Quiz. Okay. So uh, you have to know. There's ten questions, and uh, we need to know how much you know about the character Negan, the dude himself, my boss. Yes, your boss. So, uh, what was Negan's job before the outbreak? He was. I got three. I got three oh, answers. Multiple for you. choice. Yes. Taxi driver, not a car. That'd be weird. Uh, gym coach or teacher? He was a gym coach. He he was a, a coach, not just for gym. He he did uh, football and baseball, and so he was coach. Yeah, he's a coach. All right. Uh, what was Negan's or what is Negan's wife's name? Uh, Jamie, Jackie, or Lucille? Lucille. All right. That answers that question. <laughs> Which is funny because that would be the next question. What is Negan's bat's name? Lucille. Lucille. Is Negan's life life? Uh, is Negan's wife alive? No, don't know. Yes. Now? Yes. She's dead. Okay. That'll be a no. Who did Negan kill first? Abraham, Spencer, or Glenn? This is on the uh, show. Yeah. Yes. Abraham. Show. Abraham. Okay. So the. Dude with the, the handlebar mustache. Uh huh. And then Glenn. Yeah. And then Spencer. Does Negan have a beard? When he wants one. Okay. Well, this is a I don't know. I don't know. No. Yes. Yes. So he does. Okay. And it says, does Negan shave his beard? Yes. That would be a yes. <laughs> uh oh. This is a good one. <laughs> Come against one of the saviors. Is Negan gorgeous? That's no, he's cute. Hell yes! <laughs> I guess it depends on who you are, doesn't it? Uh, 
Uh, yeah, that's the sort of thing that just tickles my balls. <laughs> he's gorgeous. So no, he's cute. Hell yes. Hell yes. So you, hell yes, he's gorgeous. Well, just, All right. just for Linda's sake, answer. <laughs> Does Negan have long or short hair? Short. All right. And number 10, uh, Negan asked Fat Joey about Lucille. Did you treat her like a blank girl, woman, lady? Lady. All right. Let's see what your test results are. You're pregnant. Oh, wait. <laughs> you got a 10 out of 10. That means you're a true Negan fan. And that means That's apparently okay. you're this girl Peggy's best friend. Oh, my. So there you go. <laughs> I got another stalker. <laughs> hey, yeah. Well, she only knows you through my email, so. <laughs> oh, that's going to be complicated. That's going to be weird. I'll just answer as Klaus and just really creep her out. But uh, So you've been paying attention. Yeah. I, I was a huge fan to start off with. I was a huge fan from day one, which is the reason why I came out here. I wanted to be on the show. I told my dad that I would be in the show, and we used to watch it from day one. So now my dad... An older Mexican uh, retired man that used to do labor and, and you know is now watching a show about zombies in <laughs> Georgia because of me. Because otherwise, that's not that's not in his. He'd be watching a telenovela. Oh yeah, not well. Yeah. Walking Dead is a telenovela. A little bit, basically. Speaking of the, of uh, that kind of television, uh, my wife and I used to watch uh, Sabado Gigante. Every Saturday. Sábado Gigante. There's, there's nothing like it. He started started going downhill the last few years, but... Well, you do that. We, we Well, it was on for like 40 years. Yeah. yeah. 40 years. <laughs> but, uh, so, it was great. And we loved it. And then we, we kind of got away from it uh, when it became mostly a, a talk show. And not as much... And not a game show. And, yeah. And, and not having... as much stuff. Yeah, we used to love that. And then she used to watch... Uh, telenovel- te- telenovelas. Telenovelas. Yeah. I can't speak it that fast. Uh-oh. Though she could. You know, because they were a lot of fun. She just got a big kick out of it. My mom's Ecuadorian. So. Oh, yeah. It's in her blood. Yeah. It was just a lot of fun. We really enjoyed that. She got me into that, sh- that show. And I was just like, you can get amazing. hooked on those. They're dangerous. It's funny. You I can actually. Get hooked on them. You can don't speak the language. That's true. That's true. I used to flip and see one on and try to figure out what's going on. And 30 minutes later, I'm still sitting there watching. There's so much drama. And someone walks in the room and like, what, what's going on here? Like, She's mad. She's mad as hell at him. <laughs> I've noticed most of the men in those things are the are, are just beat down dog whipped. You know? It's just like, you can do no right if you're a guy in a telenovela. None. Yeah, I, that's on my goal. It's, it's on my bucket list to be in a telenovela. Well, just listen to The Walking Dead and... Spanish and boom, right? <laughs> Put it on that SAP program and you're done. <laughs> it's like, all right. So there was they shoot. They're used to they shoot one in in Florida on the telenovelas. Well, they do a, they do a few of them. Uh, yeah. Telemundo or uh, Univision is is all out of Univision is out of Miami. Yeah, huh. that would explain it. And Mexico. so it's not out, it's not out of possibility. And uh, I have an aunt that had. An offer to be a host out of Miami in Univision. Oh. I think it was Otelevisa. I don't remember which, which one, but the one out of Miami. And she held out for something else in LA. Came and went and nada. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. I don't yeah. think people realize how big that is. Oh, it's huge. It's, it's huge. huge. Well, and that was her forte too. 
because her Spanish is her forte and, and the, the culture and all that because she had a show in, in LA but LA is just a little different than, than, than us out here we're not as pretentious no. and we're not as good looking which is good for me but things are good I think I look pretty good well in LA you don't no, in LA you would stand out and be like oh are they filming a reality TV show or something <laughs> we got rednecks out here hey if they ask you'd be like yes <laughs> you just go out there and say you're a character actor character right. actor I look like this on purpose That's I had my face done to look like this right <laughs> I, I was one of the beautiful people so a little cue music on the quiz everybody there you have it that was a great episode and he's a great guy to talk to a lot of fun really funny a bunch of great stories and uh really amazing how he came up in the world to be a member of the saviors and everything don't forget to listen next week when we have more of indiana fuentes on achieving reality the podcast all right so um for chris marissa in parentheses our good friend, Indiana Cifuentes. Uh, our other good friend, Jim. He wasn't on this episode, but might as well mention him. And uh, Harvey and everybody else. I'm Larry saying, hasta luego. Yeah, that was horrible, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, do you want me to do the one that you don't like, or would you like me to do my normal starting? <laughs> do whatever you want. I'll cut it out. Hey everyone! Have you wanted to cook really great Mexican food? Have you ever wanted to learn how from a member of the Saviors? Negan's group. Yeah, that's right. The Walking Dead's Negan. Well, now you can do both. Go on over to YouTube and search Cooking with Indy. There, Indy will teach you how to make amazing meals and sides. And they are really tasty. You should go check it out. Cooking with Indy on YouTube. Oh, and hey, let's speed up the process. Check out the link on the sidebar of our page. That'll get you there a little faster.